0: Hey, James. Steven. I have a question for you today. This one is from Quora, which sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Um, I love this question. The answers, I love slightly less. I love the question. What words do you think the English language needs? What words or expressions are missing from English?
1: Oh my and god. And then there are
0: some answers here. Do you want me to prime the pump with some of the answers? Yeah, yeah. Tell me some of the answers. So here's
1: here's when I kind of Because I'm like. not gonna come up with one. I'm I'm pretty satisfied with English. If there was <laughs> if there were more words, I don't know if I would like that.
0: Um here is um from Stephen Who answers English needs the word witcheth. For example, Barack Obama is the witcheth president of the United States. Oh, the forty fourth. Okay,
1: maybe uh, not. That's, need that that's clever, actually. A more
0: precise candidate would be how manyth. Uh, no, ma-
1: whicheth, though, which yeah, it it is to one is word.
0: Good. All right. Here's another answer. Um, this is from someone named Jennifer Who We need a neuter third person singular personal pronoun. Wait, not third. Uh, right, right. Because she doesn't want he or she. Right, and I have and to say it. It, it, it doesn't is work. No good, <laughs> right, and as a writer, this is a problem. But so, like, you want to say, you know, let's say when the doctor thinks about the way to approach this problem, he thinks about it. Blah blah blah. You don't want to have to say that because it implies that all doctors are male. Right. If you do, she, and the default is he. The default has been he. Right. Now, in a lot of circles, the default has become she, which is kind of corrective but
1: also problematic. So, like, one way to do it— And why is it problematic? Because uh, I would say it's problematic because it's pointing out that it's correcting something. Right, which I'm
0: I'm sure to certain people it just seems natural, but it doesn't carry in all cases. And then some people will use the singular and then switch to the plural, like, say, to go to there.
1: That's okay cuz how do other languages do it that um conjugate differently depending on whether it's female or male? They um, must do there or us.
0: You know I don't know. I wish I should know the answer to that in French, but I I can't I can't think, think of, of it. it either. Um so right, but but I will tell you this. Even a lot of hardcore grammarians are now saying that it's okay to mix and match singular and plural. I don't know about hardcore grammarians, but a lot of grammarians are saying it's okay. So in other words, You know, a person who decides to uh, forego their uh, participating in their retirement plan can look forward to their retirement being less healthy, right? Now it's kind of allowed to say that. It used to be, I had to say, can look forward to his or her retirement being less healthy.
1: Right, and the his or her, I can't stand. It's just too many words. But let me ask you a question. There's questions and there's answers. And so— the the person who wanted to ask about what or, words are missing or even the person who gave that answer, you know, we need a kind of gender neutral third person singular. I feel like there's a good reason for that. Like they're afraid that the identity of women is not being recognized in a lot of, let's say, writing or literature. Do you think that's true? Because I don't know. So speaking as a man, I have no idea. Do you think it's true?
0: You know what? Uh, honestly, my honest answer to that is I think when you're a white man in America, as we both happen to be, as another white man in America, a friend of mine said the other day, he said, the world is just so set up for us that we don't even notice that it's set up for us.
1: I think it's true. And can I tell you an experiment that uh, Claudia did? Yeah. So Claudia is my wife. Female. Female. And um, by the way. Hispanic was an alien in this country and then had to work hard to, over 20 years, become a citizen. That was the most
0: loving use of the word alien I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) She likes to call herself an alien. Mm -hmm. So uh, she was at a conference once with me, and she sat on her hands, and she noticed no women um, put their hands up, but every man put their hands up. Mm -hmm. And then she read, I think in the book— Wait, you just said every man put their hands up,
0: interestingly. You've just taken advantage of the new laxity.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. there it's you okay. go. Sorry, go uh, I'm guilty now. No, um, you're, 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 or, guilty. no going, you're advancing uh, the cause. Yeah, I'm going going along. All right, go ahead. Um, so she noticed that all, and she, I think she read in, maybe it was in Lean In, where men put their hands up even if they don't know oh, what yeah. questions they're going to ask. Yeah, because
0: we have every answer.
1: <laughs> so, so at the very next conference, what she did was as soon as it was Q&A time, she would raise her hand first. And even if she didn't know what question to ask, and she would be called on, and she'd have to think for a second what question to ask. But then she did come up with good questions, and she got her answers. And she realized this was a real powerful tool for her to get more answers because nobody, particularly less women, were putting their hands up. And she started talking about this. Fewer women. Uh, Sorry, you London. got me on a whole I, I, thing now. I like the word less actually. I, I break <laughs> What does that say by the about way? You? I break the rules of grammar on a regular <laughs> basis. So I gave a talk two weeks ago in London, actually, and there was about a thousand people at the event, and she opened for me and she told this story. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you when I opened up for questions. Every single woman in the audience raised their hands. Mm. And I only called on women just because I like to. <laughs> Isn't it
0: remarkable how easily we can be primed to do anything?
1: Yes. And then they ask great questions. So I think there is something to be said for the fact that there is some kind of uh, bias, almost like you say, the world has towards we don't even notice it. Men don't even notice that they always raise their hands and women don't. Right. But women, once you point it out to them, they take advantage of it and... You know, the result is good. English needs a word for that. Good.
0: This seems like a good time to take a quick break. We'll be right back to our conversation after this. Today's sponsor is Casper Mattresses, obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com question and using code QUESTION. Listen, you spend about a third of your life sleeping. Let's make sure you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days, latex foam and memory foam. So they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. They've got a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it straight to you. You can try it for a 100 days, and if you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. So, get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash question and using code question. Terms and conditions apply. All right, here's another, um, I like this answer. Someone um, submits for a word that the English language needs. There is a word in, I think this is Japanese, but I'm not sure, Tsundoko Sudoko? No, that we have now. It's sundoko, as defined here, noun: buying books and not reading them, <laughs> letting books pile up unread on shelves or floors or nightstands. I got to tell you, I got sundoko. Do you?
1: So, so that's like, so it's like a condition. It's a condition. Uh, I, and I like the
0: word. I like that there's a word for that. I, I, but I not like in that, English.
1: I like that there's a word for that. I've also heard that referred to as the anti-library. So, oh. you have your library of books and your anti-library, which is the books on your bookshelves that, that you are don't unread. That read? Oh. That are unread. Yeah. Not that you don't read ever. You never know what the future is. But I will tell you my solution. Tell me. Is that I threw all my books out. I know. You're... So, everything's on my Kindle. And you're feeling okay about it? Yeah, I'm feeling great about it.
0: You know, when my wife and I, when we got married, we merged our, our books. And she had a lot. She's a photographer. So, she had a lot of amazing photo books and also about world history and so on that I didn't have. And I had a lot of stuff. And um. And I look at it, and it is kind of like, I mean, like, you know, some people want to build a house in the country and look at it, a beautiful meadow or a mountain or a waterfall. I love coming home and seeing this whole wall of bookshelves, but space in New York is always at a premium. I have to think, you know, that takes up a lot of room, and it's a, it's a hard decision.
1: I have to agree it's a hard decision, and don't throw out books that you truly love, like a collection of photographs it's that like, you love. But it's
0: like— the line is so hard to draw like once you let go of one certain kind of book then you're like well those 10 are no, no sure. really not any better
1: so so what i did to solve that yeah was basically i threw out everything right. and and it, there is pros and cons like yeah. i wrestled with this because i love books but i also love the the space i love the emptiness in my house mm-hmm. right now and I love it, it. Does have an effect on stress levels? I found.
0: Have I ever told you that I invented one word in my life?
1: No. And it's named after you. Like it's a Dubner. It's not. <laughs> I wish it was.
0: Um, Dubner's I law. I wish it were. No. <laughs> so okay, let me try to lead you to the word. See if you would. I'm sure you would have invented the same word. Um, Dubner's law. No, 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 no. It's a word. It's a, it's a portmanteau. So you know what a portmanteau is? When you put together, you know, pieces of existing words to make. it— What the it. heck? A portmanteau is just— Portmanteau. No, portmanteau. It's French. It probably means carry over. Like I
1: have—like my toe hurts. It's a portmanteau.
0: <laughs> yeah. A portmanteau is the combination of two or more words to create a new word, also known as a frankenword or blend. I like frankenword. <laughs> so wait, what word did you invent, though? Um, the one that I invented was I was standing around at a party, and I think it was like an engagement party— and I was talking to a few people I knew, um, and it turns out that, like, almost everybody that I knew at the party had previously dated the woman who was getting married. Uh-huh. Okay. well There's got to be a great word for that. <laughs> well, we were trying to figure out who was the last person to date this person before she met the man that she eventually married. And then we got to talking about other couples. Sounds like who, schadenfreude and now. And who was the last person to date them. So that's my clue. We gave a name to the last person to date someone before they got in the permanent marriageable relationship. So what do you uh, call the, the next to last something? What's the, that word? The, the er lover. No. What do you call the next to last? Like, this is not my ultimate The, pe- the, stop. Pe- the penultimate. The, yes. The, the, okay, so take the first half of that. The penulto orgasm.
1: No, you're, you're close. But it's the, not about sex, it's about love. The pen the penalt lover. You're, the penalt love Give me I a little French. Know, give me a little of,
0: French. You're very close. Penult. Penultimore. Uh,
1: penultimore. Penultimor. I love that. That's
0: that's a beautiful word. The penultimore is the, the second, the, the last I'm, person. I'm gonna to
1: go home today and ask Claudia who your penultimore is. And if she doesn't know what the word means. Then she's lying. <laughs>
0: Next time, we'll pick another question. Hear a little bit of that conversation in a minute. But first. Thanks again to today's sponsor, Casper Mattresses, obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash question and using code question. Terms and conditions apply. We've got another great question on tap for next time.
1: Take a listen. What can you teach me now in the next 10 minutes that will be useful for the rest of my life? Here's the problem. I don't think I know a lot that you don't already know. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by David Herman with Alison Hockenberry and Greta Cohn.